like. All right then. Uh, of course, it is for the love of Afrobeats podcast. I'm Adishopoyola today, aka Shopsidu, with the Mola, Mr. Schmooze. Mr. Schmooze. <laughs> and this time we've got a special guest in the building. This is a legendary African musician from the west side of Africa, Gold Coast to be exact. Black star in the building, to ladies and day. gentlemen. Please. <laughs> Turn it up for my brother. One love, Kupolo! Boy, listen, man. I, I'm, we're we're going to take pictures, so we'll post it on social media how you walked into this building today in your rapper and no shoes. Let's talk about it first. <laughs> you haven't changed this style for years. Yeah. What, what, why do you dress this way? Charlie. Hmm. I mean, the barefoot, you know, I started, I was living in Los Angeles for hmm. like some years. And I was by the beach and I was always barefoot. And so when I moved back to Ghana, I just felt restricted when I was wearing shoes. Mm. I just felt restricted. So it's later that I even started seeing the benefits of being barefoot. But even as a child, then they used to force me to wear chalet, like slippers to go outside and play. I'll mm. go and hide it under some stones, play barefooted, come back later and wear it and enter the house. You know? <laughs> But then you come, you find out, you start seeing that, you know, you, your energy levels are different mm. and you also memorize places you go by the touch, you know. So wow. if I'm thinking of Accra or Lagos right now, let's say Suruli or something, I remember how the ground feels over there. Wow. It's like an extra memory. Wow, it's like know? an extra sense. Yeah, so I feel like when I wear a shoe, it's like now, it's like telling somebody where oh, okay shops you do charlie wear this globe and go and breast this breast <laughs> <laughs> which feeling can what you feeling get can you get <laughs> you are just feeling the globe now nah, man yeah. i said uh legendary whilst introducing you uh your one part of how would you say it the name of the group you say it yourself please we are called fucking boys <laughs> <laughs> For people that don't know the fucking boys, first of all, um, what type of music would you say you made and why the fucking boys? Well, fucking boys, because you know, in Ghana, maybe I'm sure in Nigeria, yeah. when even your grandmother or your uncle or somebody sees you behaving in a certain way, like you're useless to the family or something, mm. they yeah. say, oh, you are some it's fucking boys. Boy. And that's how they say it. Mm. But it's not used as a sexual word like mm. where the word it's just used it's used like a useless say useless yeah uh-huh. so we just saw that you know almost like in eminem in eight mile when yeah. he's insulting himself yeah so you don't have anything to say about him yeah it's also as just finding a name mm, self-deprecating uh-huh. so that it's like you can't say anything about us again because that's what we are <laughs> so now it's only upwards yeah. from where we are yeah, you absolutely. know and the kind of music we do, I mean, the first, we do rap, like, yeah. we do rap, rap, listen, rap, but in pidgin language mostly. Yeah. yeah. But it depends on the project as well, because we did one, two albums that we call, we categorize as gospel porn. Mm. And Break that down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so gospel is good news. Yes. Yeah. But porn, as we know it, we think porn is just like, naked people having sex absolutely but the definition of the word porn is really something that's overbearing 
too much for the senses. Mm. So that's why they called sexual films pornography. Wow. But anything that is just an overload of the senses is pornography. So you know we have wow. food, porn. food porn. So now and then you can see war. Images of war is pornography. Plastic wow. pollution is pornography. Capitalism to an extent is pornography. So wow. gospel porn is just wow. saying overload. whatever about you know everything going on in the mm. world. You know? mm. But that's just two projects we did. One album was called Fucking With You and another one called Fucking Old to Ghana. And those ones we see are gospel porn, mm. you know. But we are doing different kind of sound, sound. projects from time to time. Talk know? to me about Ghana, you know. Talk to me about back home. Speak to the people. Talk to us about the inspiration when it comes to when you're home. What type of inspiration do you get? What was it like or what is it like? living yeah. home in Ghana. Ghana is really beautiful, man. I mean, like, the food culture, mm. you know, the people, the openness of the people, the vibes, the weather. And me, me, like, what keeps me really going is really the fruits. You know, I'm really a big, I know, like, you guys call it Agbalomo or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, we call I it know. Alansa. Ah. Wow. That's, that's, the five seeds, can do chewing gum and, oh. Like when the season comes for that, I become so addicted that the only thing that can buy time till it comes again is yoyi. I don't know what you call the yoyi, mm. but it's a black suede kind of casing fruit. Mm. You break the casing, um, the suede skin, wow. and there's a flesh yeah. inside with a small hard seed in the middle. And you eat it, wow. it, blackberry. Some yeah. people call yeah. it black. But I don't know the how you guys call. It. We call wow. it yoyi. I think we call it cherry or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's what we call balumo. That's all called. Yeah. Yeah. Makes the black one, not the black yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, it's small, small. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep breaking the selling yeah. on some yeah. 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 yeah, I don't know what you're talking. So, about. like Charlie Man is just me. My life, like I live in a place called Kanishi, mm-hmm. and food is everywhere when you leave the house. So I don't even cook. There's different plants, roasted plantain, food is here, pumpkin is here, kinky is here. So I just and it's mainly like alleyways. So I just come out, go and sit by the roadside, drink some coconut, listen to people chatting, listen to music, you know, eating. Everything is really chilled. But the other side of things, you know, is the pressure on us, the people, like a country of 25 million, but we have 55 ambulance. So at the same time, you are living there. And you know like your life is not worth much yeah. because if something happens to you now you are going to be thrown in a taxi yeah. and rush through some thick traffic because you might not make it uh-huh, you know so taxis are our official ambulances Accra, you know and so even though one side of life is so beautiful if you make mistake to cross to a part where you need to depend on the system in some way so you are constantly on some, doing some balancing kind of thing, you know. But I mean, we found ways, and maybe because of me doing music and getting to know people and getting certain into certain networks, yeah. I I find I can get access to some things. But actually, for the average Ghanaian, no, it's not easy. It's the same thing in Nigeria. I know. I speak to Damola consistently about this, where lives of the general population public in Nigeria so to value. no value at all you know the, the lack of electricity lack of good roads there's no infrastructure no clean water the public health system is this year alone I know of at least five people that lost their lives because of basic Some small thing. Yeah. 
when I was telling my friend Rambi today, because I have this, um, I had a, I broke my leg when I was 12, mm -hmm. car accident, and they took me. I mean, they rushed me to the hospital, and my femur, so this thigh bone, was yeah. completely snapped. So it was side, like the bone wow. in the thigh was off to the side, and but it didn't come out of the skin. Yeah. It was broken inside. So they took me to 37 military hospital. They lay me on a bed where I was lying like at an incline and they put weight traction on your ankle to be pulling your leg so that the bone will line up. But after over one and a half months, they didn't x-ray me. So they didn't even see where the bone has reached, right? So the bone was somehow halfway there and it has started leaking bone marrow. So as I was lying in the bed at that time, the, the colors had started hardening and I got a hips like Beyonce. <laughs> so this one was if I'm lying if I'm lying in the hospital bed facing this way and people are passing by say, hey what sexy girl is that? So come around we'll come and see my face are old because the hips the hips had kept I had a hip and on top of that they say oh the nurses and the doctors oh by now you should be walking no you should be walking and my mother looked and said but doctor one of his legs is almost one inch shorter than the other they say oh don't worry that one can get some special shoe the under is thick yeah. so can you imagine i was telling that by now i'll be one leg the cupola <laughs> <laughs> you know if my mother didn't say no fuck all this and go and shout shout here and there for some doctor to come from a different place and come and say x-ray him let me see yeah. then they had to operate they had to open my leg drill away drill. all the extra bone Jesus. it broke they re-broke all the round hips that had formed inside. <laughs> all your Beyonce hips. <laughs> my Shakira. <laughs> they drew everything. Then put metal plates, seven screws, which I had for five years in my oh leg. I was gosh. wearing metal inside. And if my mother is foreign, so average Ghanaian person lady has been told to be quiet. The doctors know best. Yes. So nobody will come quiet. and raise their voice to doctor. Huh. Yeah. You see? So if like now somebody is there, their, their situation is because maybe you know, the mother didn't me so. Things are have been avoided. Yeah, many things can be avoided all the time. Small, small, small. I think it's, but I want to ask you this question. Like, what can we do? And I mean us, us in the media, us entertainers like yourselves. I know you've been always very vocal and critical of, of the system. What more can we do to effect change in these our countries? You see, if we have the resources and the means, eh, we have to fly our friends. All our friends who haven't traveled before, hmm. we have to make them travel. Just to see. Just to see. So that when you are talking, not even that when you are talking, when they come back, they, somebody they, who traveled two weeks, when they come back, you can see they, they have changed. Their life changed. They will see that, no, 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 no. This is not this what you are supposed to do. This hmm. one. So yes. we have to travel. We have to. I mean, you know, it's very hard for us to even travel within Africa. But within Africa, we don't have many examples of responsible mm, citizens. Yeah. Mm. So we have to try and travel our friends. You know, if you show them film or you tell them story, some of them. But we have to fly our friends. Mm. You know, let them see the world. Because our friends in Romania who are racist and so on, mm. or have a small askew view of the world, yeah. and it's small small i'm inviting them flying some of them to ghana to come and see, see what's going on see that yeah, there's a life beyond this is, what they this know. is what africa because they still think of tree this is this, you know? yeah. so really we need to expose people to 
more than their environment so that they can see the Romania is getting better in a way because it entered the EU. Mm. So the youth are all around the European countries. Mm. They are going back to the country. Absolutely. When their presidents mess up, they go and they protest, they go and do this, they yeah. say, no, this is how it has to work. So the country is getting better in that aspect. Absolutely. So we, we don't have reference points. We, don't, we think this is the best. Mm. Mm. So that's one thing. We have to expose our people personally to more. If we can buy them tickets and something, let's try Just and do see. something. That actually, that actually but makes sense. Half of them will come back. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, of course. I mean. <laughs> now, now, not only is because I've covered African popular culture for over 15 years now, follow the likes of the fucking boys, everybody, not only musically, but I've also had the opportunity to report on your lives, personal relationships, mm. and so on. Now, this legend in front of us here, Damola, mm-hmm. this legend here. I remembered a couple of years ago when I was like breaking some news and they said one Lord Kubola said he wants a child in every single part of the world from Germany to Japan to the UK everywhere because you feel that each part of you in those areas around the world will be able to spread some form of love and education. Explain that. Because it was a big news. It went when I reported it here, I remember I think it was on a DJ Neptizu show. Yeah. People were calling in, they say this guy. <laughs> Talk to me about that. No, I was just, you know, it's an ego thing, you know. Mm. Like think about Genghis Khan. Yeah. You know, like they say half of the population of the world comes from, comes from here. I thought I think it's I was just coming out from the ego side. But now if you think about the practicality mm. And if you are able to support in some form the mothers of your children around the world, when you are going to those countries, you don't have to do Airbnb. <laughs> Very practical. <laughs> Very practical. You already have a lot. But they have to be in agreement that this is their life. You know, because you can't get somebody to that situation and then say this is what's happening. So they have to agree that, oh, if I have. Like some of the mothers of my children yeah. came direct that I just want a child from you. Wow. Later came and said, I want two. Are you for real? Yeah. How so did you feel when they, they, they spoke like that to you? Like they were, I felt like I was being objectified. <laughs> <laughs> just for my spam. <laughs> <laughs> so how often do you go around seeing your kids? Oh at least once a year but like for example my kids in denmark have been there three times this year i'll go mm. back again and um, it's harder for my son in america but i don't get visa there at the moment me and the american have people are not happy with each other i mean that thing has passed so since then i've been applied but i like for him to write i live in america for seven years so i rather like he has come to, come to me in Romania, he has come to me in Ghana. So I'd rather like him to fly and come and be with me. Mm. Uh-huh. So each of them at least a year here. And then I have three daughters in Ghana. They they I see them, you know. Uh, regular. Uh, more regularly. So I travel to see them. My son in Japan, I was just there. Yeah. Oh, my brother, oh. my brother, oh, my brother. You have a oh. footprint on every country. Oh, uh, how how old is your son in Japan? How what so what ranges are your your, your kids? I mean, my youngest is two years old. Mm. He's in Copenhagen. The one in Japan is six. He's in Yokohama. And my wow. oldest is 13. He's in Los Angeles. Wow. So, my uh, brother. Oh, Charlie. You're, you're doing God's work. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm spreading the gospel. 
<laughs> so now fast forward to 2018 yes you've done it musically you've had you've influenced the culture not only musically but also with your views your strong views that we've had the pleasure of enjoying some of here which is you know on how things need to be done how our people need to to live a better life um i'm very happy that we bumped into each other at the last yeah, yeah, show yeah, yeah, yeah. you're now telling me that you're back recording in romania yeah, yeah, yeah. what is you know what what's on the horizon what's the new project well, you know, Mesa and I went, did two films, Cause of Money 1 and 2, hmm. and those did really good. And as a result, I was contacted by a museum in Belgium, Bozar, to do a film, another musical, with some youth artists hmm. from some parts of Europe. So I finished that film a few months ago. It showed at Bozar and is doing a few rounds. And I also did a film, a musical film again, for an artist called Vili, hmm. based in Accra at the moment and it's going to be at the Film Africa Festival. They accepted it there. Wow. So I'm doing more film stuff mm. and I'm doing more visuals for like artists I like. Cause what we do in Ghana, Mensa mm. and I, we use our, like we have set aside some money and any artists we see that we like, we just take them to the points that we know. We, mm. we help them record the sound, we do nice video for them and then we introduce them to the links we have. And Just to elevate them slightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Especially artists that are different, that have some message of social, some social, social message, environmental social. message, or something just really funny and witty. You mm. know? So we support those kind of artists. So that's what we do with you know our spare energy. And at the moment, we are doing a, we've done an album, Afrobeats LOL, mm. and we're calling it that because it's like we never saw ourselves doing, doing Afrobeats, Afro so we are laughing at ourselves yeah. in a way. <laughs> And the album is wicked. I mean, we have um, Sister Debbie on Sister Deborah, which is my wow. sister on the album. We have Medical. We wow. have Mr. Easy on the album. Wow. And JW Ambule, who is one wow. of Ghana's legends yes. wow. and musical legends. And it's, it's an EP, it's like seven tracks, but it's quite solid. And it's going to be out by February. But we're going to start releasing the singles, singles yeah, very, very soon. Those yeah. are some interesting names there, Sister Deborah, yeah. um, Medical, yeah. that's another witty, talented yeah, brother, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Easy, who I refer to as probably the, the greatest business musician hey. in, Ever, in Africa. Ever. To come out of Africa. I don't yeah, know where yeah. he got it from. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. He will take, he will listen to you, listen to me, listen. And by the end of the night, he's Formula. put something together that even all of us did not see yeah, at the beginning. It, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the guy is sharp. Mm. Sharp, mm. sharp, And and what about Ghana now? For some reason, not only there's a strong competition, competitive edge coming out of Ghana in terms of the music. We have the rappers, you know, Manifest, Sakode, who's the god MC, who's the best rapper, Shatawale, Samini, Stoneboy, who's better. Blah, blah, blah. What, how do you feel like the Ghanaian popular music culture is, is, is getting into it? This new stage of a lot of popularity, albeit through beefs, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of focus on, for instance, Sarkozy was trending worldwide. I go on Twitter every day. I don't usually tweet that much, but I'll just go on Twitter and look at my trends. Mm -hmm. And then I click into which trend. Why is this trending? Mm -hmm. So I clicked into, I went to Twitter and I saw Sarkozy was number three worldwide at that time, I, at 59,000 tweets. I said, what's going on? Yeah. I clicked into it and he had dropped a response video to Shatawale, yeah. who previously a lot of guys felt had dissed everybody by saying yeah. all Ghanaian artists are poor. Yeah. 
but he drew out 59,000 tweets yeah. and everybody around the world looking at Ghana yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. What are your thoughts about the space that Ghanaian music it's, is? It's, it's young, so it's very healthy, mm. you know? So now it's like the traction that is being built up can be used in other forms, mm. you know, to move things politically, to move things socially. It's just, you know, this is these are the growing pains of it, these beefs and so on. But very soon, some of these artists, I mean, Sakodi already realized the power. Absolutely. And so let's see, you know, what what aspects is being put into, like, you mm. know, Bob Winnie mm. in um, East Africa, I forgot which country it is. Uganda. I think, I think it's Uganda. Yeah. Uganda. He's using his to try and change big time. Big time he's, you know? he's gone heavy. He's been attacked by the yeah, government. Yeah. He's been, yeah. you know, they, they, they try to put him in prison or he's in yeah. prison. Yeah. 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 So, like, in Ghana now, like, we have, every year, we have flooding problems. People are drowning, their houses getting lost and so on. So, let's see us doing more about you know more social activism mm. using this beef energy also or this clouds now to try and enact change you know in mm. those aspects to just make our lives better because you don't know who around you mm. is going through like maybe the person who drives your car lives in that neighborhood where mm. you know the drowning is taking, place, taking place you know place. so we have to just use our powers in those you know just to better the environment so i'm seeing it as at the moment, yeah, we are using it with like back and forth. Back and forth, but it's, it's drawing more people in. Yes. Know? So at the right time, you can hit more substantial points, you know, mm. from there. So, but it's, it's also entertaining for yeah. us because me, I, the first thing I tweeted when the, when this had gone down, there's this meme of a guy going like this, <laughs> <laughs> and I just tweeted, "Shut up, have you seen?" <laughs> <laughs> the eyes down like this. <laughs> Aren't you even afraid that Shata will, oh, not, he will latch on to you because you know of that? that I'm useless like him. You <laughs> <laughs> know that the two of us, we don't hear. So you mind me. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, I wanted you to touch on um, Shata Wale's initial kickoff was because he wasn't happy with the response he got in Nigeria. Um, and a lot of people have said, you know, some artists, especially the new artists that are developing around Africa and Ghana haven't taken the time out to go and promote their music in specific places like yeah. Nigeria. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, for the size of Nigeria, if you think, as, as an artist, let's say, living in Ghana, you think of how much time you've had to put into growing your fan base mm. in your country and then look at the population of Nigeria and you think you can just go and do like a three-day tour mm. or a one-week tour and make that effect. No, and also... There's no real control, and maybe sometimes you know, like a song can get there because of something in the song. Yes. But then also you have to think like to what chase it. what will people latch onto there? If you are doing like a pure reggae patois dance or song, people are not, not really connected. going to go for it. Remember when Wiz label was pushing him in that direction, people started pulling yeah. out. People were like, "Hey, what's happening?" Sounds from people? the other side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so also with him, he has to know like these are the songs I want to push in Nigeria because. Can hear the pigeon inside the small people Ghanaian language. A people bit can understand, here. and this is the song hitting in Ghana. So let's let's do a campaign of that song mm. in Nigeria, you know. But hoping that because you are big, things will just leak there, and then you go and reap the rewards of leakages. Mm. You know, <laughs> don't know I love the way you phrase that. Yeah, <laughs> it no, it's, just a, it's like a crack in the pipe. So you, you are going there to fetch the same bathing water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's what's over there. 
so it was a surprise to him mm-hmm. because also when you are in a certain space you think you know it's the same everywhere yeah. in the world so it's good that he knows he has to do against sack said it he was like Charlie he did he has been going regular regularly yeah. oh. for time so yeah man it's, it's, it's a good thing to be on the ground because even in Ghana if you're a Ghanaian artist and you're not based there after a time, nobody will play nobody on You have to be there on the ground. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. that, that's amazing stuff. Like, I'm excited that you're back on the grind yeah, yeah, and the yeah, music's yeah, coming yeah, out. Yeah, 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 it yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. 2019 is going to be nice. absolutely it's be nice. lit. It's be nice. lit. Like, yeah, we're going to yeah. enjoy the music coming from you guys, yeah, man. Yeah. I've been a fan for so long. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, it's, sure. you know, it's a pleasure to sit across the table oh, Charlie. with nice. a legend. Oh, I Even in rapper. So please, can you tell our listeners your social handles, where yeah. they can get more information, website, anything? Yeah, so fucking boys is F O K N B O I S, and that's everywhere: Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And me personally, my own is One Love, but it's spelled W A N L O V. One Love. There's no E at the end. So W A N L O V, and that's also everywhere online. Yeah, so just check us online. Everything is there. Well, yeah, yeah. you've heard it from the legend One Love Kubolo, <laughs> Mr. Smooth Shopsy Do. One Love is spreading all love around the world. Oh, no, no. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks, Thanks guys. Big up, big up. Nah, that's a-